RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to another edition of the Real Animals Podcast, always presented by my good friends at Contender Boat. Super excited today to be getting to spend a little time introducing you to a very good friend of mine uh, now for, and I, I think, four or five years probably. It's been a while. Um, sure. And, and a lot of you that listen to the radio show hear me talk about neurosomatic therapy. You hear me talking about Eddie Lugo and the Brandon Payne Treatment Center. And uh, we're going to spend some time here with Eddie. He's joining us. Eddie Lugo, I appreciate your time today. Um, how are you, my friend? Everything good? Hey, hey, Captain Mike. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, we're doing really well. And I'm happy to be talking to you and your audience. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Um, you know, the Real Animals podcast is always <clears throat> has always been pretty delved into fishing go figure um and and then this topic you know i can see people not tying the two together right away but but i think if you if you understand what we put our bodies through on the water um to do what Mm -hmm. we do especially on the saltwater side you know um throwing cast nets that are you know heavy trying to catch bait in deep water uh, making runs across the bay in, in small boats, making runs offshore in big boats in three to four foot seas and, and taking that pounding and the side to side with the waves beating you up. The amount of torque and things we do to our body, I think, I know when I was younger, you know, 20 years ago when I started guiding, I didn't think anything of it because right. I never had any of those yeah. aches and pains. I was always good. Right. And now that I'm in my early fifties, I'm like, good God, did I really do all this damage to my body? Um, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I think that's where this really ties in for people. Cause I think there's a lot of us that are, that, that deal with pain, that deal with some issues because we're getting older and we think sometimes that we need to, or maybe we've been told it needs a surgery and, and maybe there's an opportunity there for someone to get some help, some pain relief, without going through the drastic measure of surgery. And, and I've told the story several times in, in talking about this on the radio show. I have a slightly herniated disc in my neck. And Eddie, uh, I was lucky enough to get introduced to Eddie four or five years ago before surgery. They were talking about fusion and some other stuff. There just really wasn't any way around it. Luckily, a buddy of mine who played some semi-pro football and beat himself up pretty good had already spent some time. Uh, at the Brandon Payne Treatment Center with Eddie Lugo, and he turned me on to Eddie. And almost instantly uh, upon my first visit, I got some relief. And it it took a little while to get to where I didn't have to see you every week or every other week. Um, But we managed to get there. So we're going to talk about that stuff. And and first, let's let's give a little bit of a, a background. So neurosomatic therapy, not everybody knows the terms, not everybody understands it. Um, it started back in the seventies, founder, Paul St. John kind of walk me through that real quick. Yeah. I'll tell that story real quick. Uh, Paul St. John was a Vietnam vet and, uh, his job was to go behind enemy lines and destroy artillery. Uh, and one of those trips, uh, one of those missions, his helicopter was shot down, ended up breaking his back in, in four different places. Um, long story short, after the surgeries, he did obviously make it back. And after the surgeries, he had a splitting headache he could not get rid of. Uh, and he finally ended up going to, after all the medicine and everything he was trying to go through in surgery, he finally ended up going to a Chinese doctor 
which ultimately did a form of massage therapy. And that was the first time that he got relief from his headaches from, from the helicopter crash after being shot down. So um, when he came back to the States, he studied medicine and wanted to know what the heck that was all about because he'd never experienced anything like that uh, in the States. Ended up uh, studying manual therapy and massage therapy, and that's how the whole thing started. They used to call it neuromuscular therapy for, for the older generation. Some people might have actually heard that before. More recently, we're calling it neurosomatic therapy. Uh, we used to call it neuromuscular therapy because we worked with muscles strictly. And now we work with muscles as well as organs, as well as the neck, as well as the cranium. Uh, frankly, we work on every structure of the body. So that's why it's called neurosomatic. Soma means body uh, as opposed to neuromuscular. Um, my history with neuromuscular, neurosomatic therapy is uh, that my daughter had a very difficult birth. Uh, the doctors uh, ended up saving her life. She was stuck in the birthing canal, but they saved her life by pulling her out. And I saw the whole thing. It was, it, was, it was pretty nasty, actually. They grabbed her head and her neck and basically shimmied her out, saved her life. She was born uh, blue uh, because she was lacking oxygen. Um, doctors said that she was fine. There was no brain damage, but that, you know, to expect some delays and my wife and I were both educators. So we knew how she was supposed to develop. Um, ultimately, you know, we tried every therapy there was, uh, traditional therapies. We heard about neurosomatic therapy when uh, my daughter was age four. And by that time she, um, had vocabulary, uh, but she didn't look you in the eye. She did not speak in complete sentences. She didn't show empathy. There were some delays that we were kind of concerned about. Um, so we heard about Paul St. John. We took Zoe to my daughter to uh, Paul St. John. Uh, he treated her for about 15, 20 minutes. Three days later, amazingly, she spoke her first complete sentence. She patted me on the back to console me when I was angry about something. So she showed empathy and she started looking people in the eye. Uh, it was just, just amazing. It blew me away. I was so impressed, of course, that I brought her back week after week because her, she was getting better and better. Uh, so to really test the results, I took her to her speech therapy and her occupational therapy, and I didn't tell her therapist anything. I just let them do their work. And midway through the session, the speech therapist stopped and said, wait, there's something wrong here. Uh, this is not the same little girl that I saw last week. Um, and they were just so blown away by how advanced she was getting. Within a couple of weeks, she met her goals for six months. They had to reassess her uh, to start all over with, with brand new goals. So Zoe is doing amazingly, and I, I have neurosomatic therapy to, to, to think about that. And so that's how we got started with neurosomatic therapy. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty amazing. So, so how does Eddie Lugo go from, um, you know, teacher, educator, to... Hello? Neurosomatic therapist. My previous career for 30 years was as a college professor uh, of music and as a, as a performer, as a classical guitarist. And anyone who has ever tried to play the guitar knows that the guitar is the hardest instrument to play on the planet. Uh, <laughs> I used to practice four to six hours a day uh, when I was a teenager. My fingers used to lock up. And so for many, many years, I was actually dealing with wrist pain uh, what people would typically call carpal tunnel pain. Uh, and when I asked my teachers about it, they all said, you know, everybody's got pain. You just deal with it. And if you can't deal with it, you don't have a career. Wasn't really a great answer, but that's the answer I had, you know. Um, <laughs> after they worked on Zoe and I saw the amazing results, I asked my therapist, his name is Randy, and I said, Randy, do you think you can help me with carpal tunnel? And he almost chuckled. He's like, yeah, I deal with that all the time. <laughs> I had carpal tunnel pain for seven years. It was in the way of my career. I couldn't perform. 
uh, at the end of it. I can only play for 15 minutes because of the pain. In three sessions, Mike, he resolved my seven-year pain. Three sessions. Completely gone. Now, I will mention this. The, the therapy itself was pretty heavy duty and it was, you know, it felt pretty strong, but in three weeks I was back to performing at full speed. It was worth every minute of it. Uh, and it, that's basically started my performance career. So that's how I personally, you know, I had, you know, neurosomatic therapy helped me. Uh, so that leads up to my wife and I, you know, many years later thinking about changing our career. Um, we were sitting at the couch grading papers. I was grading orchestration papers and she was grading English papers. It was nine o'clock at night. We weren't getting paid for that time. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, you know, baby, we're pretty smart. Why the hell are we broke? <laughs> um, so we started looking into owning our own business, controlling our own destiny, you know, just uh, having control over our income and, and what have you. And, you know, sacrificing the same time, but at least for ourselves and our family, as opposed to not getting paid for the, for the time, that, the extra time we're spending. So as we were thinking about what businesses to own and to run, you know, nursematic therapy helped our family so much. It was just a no brainer. So I became a therapist. My wife, Melinda, became a therapist as well. And we started Brandon Pain Treatment Center. And that's how we got started there. Well, you know, I'm grateful because, again, up, you know, four or five years now, I've stayed out of neck fusion surgery. I couldn't sleep. Right. Um, it was terrible. I couldn't lift. I couldn't go to the gym. Um, you know, those yeah. of you who, who don't know me, uh, Eddie knows me well now. I'm, you know, I like to go to the gym. I like to be, you know, active. I'm still running around on the softball field like a, like a kid in my 50s, which isn't bright, <laughs> as Eddie reminds me all the time. Um, but well, I want you to do what you want to do, man. I want you to do what makes you happy. <laughs> I know. I know. What, what is it? I come in there and you say, uh, listen, I'm just here to fix it. You broke it. <laughs> yeah, you break it, I fix it, baby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you've been doing that. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, um, yeah to, to me, this is, this is, um, this is really, it's really been a magical thing. And, and you get, you've worked with so many people that I know. Um, you've worked with, you know, much older people. I would call them elderly people. Um, you've worked some on my huh? daughter um, to help her out, even when she was in high school playing basketball. Um, you know, right. with issues she was having with her calves and her feet and just, yep. you know, so many different things. Now, the last, you know, couple of months we've been working on a shoulder injury I had. And to mm -hmm. me, it's just amazing. And, and the whole process, you know, the body alignment, all the things that uh, that we go through and the things that you come up with, you know, and I, and I got to be honest with you, you know, there's been times when I'm, my wife and I even joke about it sometimes because my wife is, is a patient as well of yours, a, a frequent flyer at uh, the Brandon Pain Treatment Center. And, and sure. you know, I'll get a pain and then I'll be like, yeah, you know, this has been bothering me, but I, I got an appointment to see Eddie. And, you know, it might be, you know, my, my left calf is, is really bothering me. It's caused me a bunch of pain or my left foot. And Beth will make a joke and say, well, by the time Eddie's done with you, you know, it's, she's going to tweak your right ear and that'll make everything better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. It's so interesting to me the way the body's connected and put together. Sure. Well, I mean, we kind of have to start this conversation with the definition of pain. Like, what what does it mean to have pain, uh, and what do you really want uh, when you have pain? Uh, pain is your car engine light coming on, you know. Um, and that's why when you have pain, you have to stop what you're doing. It stops you from living your life the way that you want. 
your body is telling you to stop because you're hurting yourself. And it's not hurting yourself as far as pain is concerned. It's hurting yourself as far as destroying soft tissue. There is a, a very rare disease that some people are born without, uh, without pain nerves, so they don't feel pain. So you might think that's a blessing. Well, those folks live uh, up to 25 years. They die very early. And the reason why is because the brain doesn't know what to heal if you don't feel pain. Pain is the signal your body, your brain needs in order to heal your body. So without pain, there is no healing. So I want you to think about this. If you feel a pain and you go to the doctor and he gives you pain medication to get rid of the signal, you're going to continue destroying that soft tissue. It's going to get worse because now your body doesn't even know that there's an injury. So what happens when your engine light comes on and you put a piece of black tape over it, right? Well, six months down the road, your engine's going to blow up. It could have just been an oil change, but that turns into an engine repair. You know what I'm saying? So pain is your engine light. And if you take a pain medication just to hide that signal, you're just putting a piece of black tape over, over the light. <laughs> now, if you did that at a mechanic, right, that would be considered immoral, right? You take your car, it's got the engine light on, he puts a piece of black tape over the top of it, you pay him 250 bucks. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's wrong, right? So why do we ask our doctors to do that? Because that's exactly what's happening. You got a pain, the doctor gives you a pain medication, or you're taking Tylenol every day, right? I know some people that take six Tylenols a day, and I say, you've read the bottle, right? It says take no more than six. <laughs> that stuff is poisonous, you know? So you're hiding the signal, you're not solving the problem, and that's where we come in. Uh, that's a perfect uh, patient for me is someone that's felt pain for years and they just have not been able to resolve it. Uh, we fix those issues. We find the root cause of the issue, the anatomical root cause of the issue, and we fix those issues. And so that's where we start uh, by assessing our patients, first of all. So if you go get a regular you know, massage for relaxation, you put some X's on a piece of paper and the, the therapist is going to rub the spots where the X's are. There's no real assessment. Um, what you're talking about, if you have a pain in one part of your body and we're working on a different part of your body, the body is connected. If you have a foot pain, I can almost guarantee you that there's something wrong with your hip. So I could rub your foot. It'll feel better. And next week you'll come with the same, the same problem. Because if the problem's in your hip and we don't address the hip, you're going to have that reoccurring issue. And that's where we specialize, those complicated pain issues that uh, take some assessment and some, some know-how. Uh, to figure out how to how to treat. I, I, as you were saying that, I was thinking about my neck, um, and, oh. and, and, and and again, you know, not being able to sleep, not being able to do the things I like to do, um, having trouble on the boat, throwing the cast net, um, yep. just brutal, brutal pain. Um, right. And and I, and I I won't ever forget, you know, when I had my MRI, we looked at my MRI. You did the assessment on me, and, and then, you know, you're looking at me, and then you were like, I think you're having a problem with your chest. I think your chest is just developed, and it's too tight. And I thought to myself, yeah. what? Why? That doesn't, <laughs> huh? Yeah. But lo and behold, with the work well, you did on me in that first session, though, it made everything so much better. You found those spots that were jacked sure. up and, and, and were able to get there and dig them out. And it just changed everything for me. So, you know, I think sometimes, you know, people just need to hear from somebody who's been there and done that. I've been, I've been yeah. there several. And, and here's the beauty. I guarantee you, if Eddie Lugo and his wife probably think, man, we love Captain Mike because he's like a retirement plan. 
because he's dumb. He does all kinds <laughs> of stuff on a regular basis to hurt himself. He just keeps coming back. We love him, but you break up, fix I wouldn't keep coming back if it didn't work. I mean, the stuff just works. Right. He, he tends to get me tweaked right, and you know, and, and then yeah. I don't. I can't tell you the last time I've seen you for my neck. I mean, right. You know, well, that's we, what I mentioned is that you do keep coming back, but you come back for different issues because you're an active guy, yeah. right? Yeah. So you hurt you hurt yourself in different ways. Um, but there's a there's a dirty little secret. My mentor has a favorite joke. Um, you know, let's say we take your neck and you have a herniated disc. Well, what's happening is that two discs, two bones are crushing that disc, right? So the bones are squeezing together and it's, it's crushing the, that soft tissue in between. It's called a disc. That's why you have a herniated disc. So those bones are in the wrong position, right? So those bones are moving in the wrong position. So there's a dirty little secret um, that is, you know, what, what moves bones? Can you answer that? I cannot. If you want to move, if you, if you want to move a bone... Move your arm to the side. What's moving your arm to the side? The muscle. It's got to be. It's got to be a muscle, right? It's a dirty little secret that if the bones are in the wrong position, guess what? It's a muscle that's putting it in the wrong position. <laughs> so you got a herniated disc. You have overly tight muscles that are crushing that disc. That's what's happening. It's not uh, something genetic. It's not something that happens randomly. It happens because you are active and you're not stretching or maybe you have a bad habit or some such thing and it's causing spasm muscles and those muscles are crushing that disc. Well, in your case, the reason why it has something to do with your chest is because those are breathing muscles. Uh, a lot of breathing muscles are attached to your neck. And so because you, you're breathing hard in your activities in particular, you spasm those muscles and it's just crushing that disc in your neck. So if I just rubbed your neck, you'd feel a little better, but that herniated disc wouldn't go away. Right. Because I know that it was a breathing issue, I was working on other muscles that was going to help you actually resolve that case. I think about with that, my neck, obviously, and then also uh, my plantar fasciitis or mm-hmm. you know the, the, the heel pain that I was dealing with so badly. And then with several sessions of you working on my calves and loosening up those parts of my feet and all that, um, yeah. that's gotten better as well. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it's really... Uh, it's really magical stuff. And, and when, when you think about you think about all the things that you want to be able to go do, you should be able to go do those things. Uh, I think that's the important part about getting this message out is that pain right. you know, limits so much in your life. You know, I, again, I always think back to just how miserable I was when my neck was jacked up and you know, I was tossing and turning all night long. I can't sleep. I'm always tired. I'm uncomfortable driving. You know, we you just, yeah. you know, trying to fly. We tried to fly home to Wisconsin and, you know, being on a plane in one position, my neck hurt and it was just awful. Right. Um, yeah. And, I, and I, how happy I am now that I'm not in that pain. Um, and I know there's right. a lot of people out there that are going through it and uh, that need to hear this message. Hey, it's all about you doing what you want to do, living your life the way you want to live it. And uh, my job is to get you there in a, in a healthy way. Not to tell you to stop doing what you want to do, but to help you do what you want to do in a healthy way. Um, Melinda, one of the therapists there, who happens to be my wife, um, had a patient, uh, this uh, older lady, that hobbled into our clinic. She could barely walk, and she couldn't drive herself because of her pain. By the time she was done with her first session, this lady was dancing out in the lobby. A couple of sessions later, she ended up driving herself to her session. She was feeling so great that she actually got her freedom back. She's able to drive herself where she wants to go. She can walk where she wants. 
there's a tower, uh, a six story tower to park that she wanted to go to. And there's a, there's a wheelchair access. And she told herself that for her birthday, she was going to walk up that tower. And sure as hell, man, it was a couple of months later, she walked those six, uh, not six flights, six uh, stories up that tower by herself. She didn't need a wheelchair. She walked up that uh, with Mel's help. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, that so is... that's what we're all about. We want people to live their lives and do what they want to in a healthy way. Yeah, it's, uh, you guys do a great job of it. You know, just some of the things, um, you know, headaches and migraines, shoulder pain, lower back pain, hip pain. An interesting one for me is TMJ. Uh, it's yeah. just amazing to me that there's a way to help fix that too. Tell us about that a little bit. TMJ is uh, that's the, the, the joint, uh, at the, the highest joint of your body, it's the closest joint to your brain. It's where your jaw is, right? So uh, what that means is if you have uh, a pain in your jaw, like your teeth, for example, or that joint, it's right next to your brain, so you get a very strong signal. You know that if you have tooth pain, it feels absolutely miserable. So TMJ is beating up on a bunch of muscles and a bunch of nerves that are very close to your brain. Pretty excruciating stuff. Um, so we work on the muscles of the jaw. That's the simple solution, right? Not only do we work on the muscles of the jaw, we also work on the bones of the cranium because if your head is not in the right position, your jaw is not going to be in the right position. It's going to cause pain. But it gets better than that. Your head has to do the opposite of your hips. Your neck has to do the opposite of your lumbar spine. Um, that's easy to see when you look at somebody walk because you can see their arms and their legs go in opposite direction, right? If someone doesn't walk that way, it looks rather odd. But you look at a graceful runner, uh, you know, someone who's doing a long-distance run, you can see the swing in their spine. You can see that, you know, the arms and legs are going in opposite direction. That's the way the body is supposed to work. Well, that system is called the writing reflex. So if you have a jaw pain or jaw issue, almost guaranteed, you have a hip issue as well. Um, so if I were just to work on the jaw, just to work on the cranium, you get some relief, but if I don't work on the back and the hips as well, that might not be a permanent solution, right? So I had a pretty amazing case, actually, I'd like to share with you. Um, a lady who had breast cancer and had, a, had to have a double mastectomy. And because of the way the cancer uh, uh, attacked her muscles, um, the breast reconstruction surgery that she had to have was different on both sides. One side was under pec major, another side was under lat. So they had to change the way that her back worked because they were using different muscles for, for the reconstruction. Well, this lady came to me with TMJ pain, <laughs> um, and I resolved her TMJ pain. It got better in the first session, and then it came back after a couple of weeks. We worked on it again, got better, and it came back. And I'm like, let's, let's investigate what else is, is causing this. So once I started getting into that history and realized that her back worked differently than anybody else's back, I had to pay attention to her back and to her, her hips. Once I worked on her back and her hips, her TMJ pain was gone uh, permanently. And she told me once that she had had that pain for many years. I think she said eight years. And uh, we worked on it a few times, and now it's completely gone. Um, so that's the kind of work that we do. We, we try to solve those kinds of mysteries and those kinds of problems to find a permanent solution. Um, which is actually pretty bad for a business, uh, for our business, <laughs> because I don't see people that often. <laughs> uh, if I, you know, didn't resolve your issue and you came back week after week after week, I'd make a buttload of money off of you, right? Um, but if I resolve your issue, I'm only going to see you two or three or four times and resolve that issue. But the other side of that is, not only is it a more honest way to treat people, 
if I resolve your TMJ or I resolve your headache, you're going to tell everybody about it. And that's the kind of stuff that we love. We get to meet all kinds of people that we get to change their lives, right? They're, they're able to play with their grandkids. They're able to work. They're able to go fishing, which is why I'm on a fishing show. All right. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> and I'll tell you, um, my unk, my uh, brother-in-law was an avid uh, uh, fisherman. And I went out with him a couple of times to fish. And a couple of times, man, the water was so choppy that it just murdered my back. I had to stop, honestly, because of my back pain. This was years ago before I even knew anything about neurosomatic therapy. So, man, I can only imagine what you guys go through. I know what you go through. I know the kinds of things that you do. But if you got on choppy waters and your low back is hurting you, you're just destroying that low back. You know, that, that's the kind of work that I fix, actually. I can get rid of that pain, but I can also get rid of the reason why that pain is there. Um, just to give you a couple examples. Well, and I think, I think you know, and for me, because now we've become friends and because I'm, uh, as my father would say many, many times growing up, I'm very hard-headed. Um, <laughs> I continue to beat myself up in ways that yeah. uh, I probably shouldn't. Um, it has brought me to you, you know, over these four or five years for for many different reasons. But I always think about, those long trips offshore, um, you know, I've done uh-huh. I've done some forty mile runs in four to seven foot seas that I'm I'm shocked that we you know when we all agreed to do it I'm like I don't even know what we were thinking about halfway through it you're like oh my god what <laughs> yeah. were we thinking but you know in, in your thirties and in your you know even your early forties you know I'm in pretty good shape I stay in the gym I work hard so you, you don't yeah. you don't think about all the things that you're doing you know that day you know the boat. You get sure. there, you do your fishing, you fight your way back. It's no big deal. Maybe uh-huh. the next day you're a little stiff, you're a little sore, but it's no right. big deal. But after years and years of that, um, yeah. you know, it can be really, it can, you know, really add a lot of stress to your joints and to your sure. bones, to your muscles. I mean, there's guys, I know guys yeah. on the bay that, you know, offshore is their passion. They're offshore three, four, five, yeah. six days a month, you know, and, and, uh-huh. and when you work for a living, you know, I always feel bad because, you know, my job is, everybody wants my job. So, yeah. you know, I get to fish it just about every day. So everybody, you know, awesome. I can go, when, when it's real crappy and the weather's ugly, I can be like, yeah, I'm not going today. You know, because right. I'm going to go tomorrow. So sure. I can cancel. But a lot of guys, you know, they bust their butt all week and, and you know, yep. making money for the family, doing what they got to do. And doggone right. it, that's their day to go fishing. And Mother Nature said the wind's going to blow. And they said, well, the hell with it. I'm going anyway. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you end up right. just, just beating yourself up. You know, you don't, I don't think people realize, even if you stay in the bay, you know, even with what mm-hmm. I do in the morning, you know, the wind's sometimes brutal in the morning. You know, sun comes up, we get a breeze for the first half hour, 45 minutes before hopefully it lays out. But I'm at the Skyway right. with, a, with a 20-pound cast net in my teeth. You know, trying to throw uh-huh. around pilings and deal with the waves and the current and the wind. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't realize what you're putting yourself through. You know, this whole sure. thing, my whole fishing adventure really started with me wanting to fish redfish tournaments. There was a redfish tournament trail starting up. It was all artificial. And by golly, I love to catch redfish and I love to compete and I'm going to get in this redfish tournament trail and and this is what I'm going to do well I didn't realize that it probably meant you know four or five thousand casts a week 
minimum just to catch those fish and do your homework so you're just standing it's almost like throwing a baseball three or four thousand times in a week you know I mean just casting and casting and casting when I was young again I didn't think much of it but now I do it and when we go film I go film a show where it's only Mm -hmm. one day I'm not even pre-fishing I'm with a guy he knows where to go and we're throwing artificials and about two hours in, my shoulder blades are pinching together going, yoo-hoo, you don't do this every day anymore. This right, isn't right, right. good. So I think sometimes this stuff just we need to search for these answers. And uh, I think yep. Brandon Payne Treatment Center is a, is a great place to, to find those answers. Yeah, I mean, what you're describing, you know, we're describing as age. When you were younger, you felt one way, and now you feel a different way. What you're describing is joint space, uh, soft tissue. We regenerate soft tissue to age 25, but after 25, we're destroying soft tissue. And you gotta keep that soft tissue in your joints so you don't feel pain. What'll happen is you have special nerves in your joints that when the bones are about to hit each other, just think of your shoulder, think of your hip joint, for example, your body will shut down. Like, have you ever had your back give out on you? Have you ever had you know, your hip give out on you? That's your body saying, you know, do not hit those two bones together because you're gonna destroy that tissue. So it's about preserving that soft tissue and what destroys the soft tissue is compression. So tight muscles compress joints. You loosen those tight muscles, you loosen up the space in those joints and that pain goes away and you're able to do what you want because you're not destroying that joint space. So, you know, just imagine that repetitive motion of, of casting over and over and over again. Those muscles are getting tighter every time you use that, those shoulder muscles. So as those shoulder muscles get tighter, the joint space gets smaller and smaller and smaller and your body tells you to stop. You feel like you have to stop because you're destroying something, right? Um, so that's, that's what the whole thing is. So not only do we treat people so that they can do what they want to do uh, in a healthy way, I give them stretches, I give them exercises, I tell them how to do what they're supposed to do so that they continue to enjoy that in their lives, right? So you're talking about the guy that you know goes out on the weekend uh, and wants to go fishing on the weekend, and he's hurting himself everything every time he does that. Well, eventually he's going to have to quit. You know, if we work with him, he can fish as long as he wants to. He can do that and live his life the way he wants to as long as he wants. That's our goal. Well, it's magical stuff. It's worked for me. Uh, I'm a big believer. Uh, Eddie Lugo, Neurosomatic Therapy, Brandon Payne Treatment Center. What's the best way for people to reach out to you if they have questions, want to talk about possibly coming in and getting a session? Um, folks can call me directly, uh, 813-817-6780. But what I suggest you do, we have a special offer just for your audience. If you go to brandonptc.com forward slash real animals, you guys will get your first session for $65. It's usually 110 with the assessment. uh, But you know, we want to want to treat your audience, right? So you go to the website, uh, brandonptc.com forward slash real animals. And you guys will get uh, that great offer. That's awesome, my friend. I uh, I know that I can't thank you enough. My my wife has has seen incredible results from the work that you and your wife do there at Brandon Payne Treatment Center. My daughter Georgia has been there as well. We've sent a ton of our friends, um, family, uh, all over there to to get with you uh, and and get some of this treatment. And I, I just. I can't thank you enough. I know I'm, I'm grateful to my friend for hooking me up with you. Um, now we've become friends, and, and I'm such a big believer in what you do. Keep up the great work. I love your passion for what you do, Eddie. Um, 
And I guess I always have. And, I, I, you know, ever since the first time I was there, it just seemed like you really wanted to get to the bottom of this and make sure that I could stay out of, you know, surgery. If there was any way you could help me to do that, you were going to do sure. it. And by golly, you've done it. And uh, it means a great deal to me. I appreciate you. Hey, we, uh, we appreciate you and, and we love you and your family. And keeping people out of surgery is what we want to do because surgery is not always a solution. A lot of times people will feel pain even after surgery and then they go to opiates. Um, so that's uh, something that we love to do is to make sure people stay out of surgery so that they can really have that pain relief. Keep up the great work, my friend. I appreciate your time today. Uh, I'm sure this will be a podcast that people really enjoy and I definitely appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Hope you guys enjoyed that podcast as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Eddie Lugo, Neurosomatic Therapy. There is no reason to live your life in pain. Uh, I promise you, every time I get torqued up, twisted up, bent up, and trust me, um, between my old guy softball habits, my time in the weight room, and, and running around the bays and oceans and gulfs of of this great planet. I have plenty of them. I go see Eddie and Eddie makes them disappear. It's absolutely magic. So again, I really hope you enjoyed that. Trust me when I tell you it's something you should check out if you're having pain. Uh, For sure, Real Animals Podcast is always presented by our good friends at Contender Boats. And the Real Animals Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, ritampabay.com, and now Spotify. Remember, it's really important to subscribe, rate, and review. We always try to drop as many of these during the year as we can. I wish I could drop them to you every Tuesday. That's usually when we launch them, uh, but uh, we always do the best we can. You know, if one doesn't come out on a Tuesday, it just means that I'm crazy fishing, and uh, we're headed to bring you some more soon. So, again, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. is a Landry football quick fix on Radio Influence. I tell people all the time, I never spoke to folks about what we were doing, but I, I can remember the year that I drafted Eddie George. Anybody that was speculating on who we like would have a strong belief that Lawrence Phillips and Tim Biakabatuka were the top running backs on our board that year, which wasn't even close. But in today's world, you can't just keep quiet because the speculation is rampant. So if there's going to be speculation, teams make it a point to have people speculate about you incorrectly to throw you off course, and that gets disseminated. Not you, but to throw the reporter off course because they know they're going to put it out there. I always say, if somebody tells me something on their board, I know it's not true, or they want me to repeat it. Well, I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to help them in that regard to spread a, a lie there. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.